Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Now, I was away the last couple of weeks, didn't get a chance to catch up on all the market stuff. So let's do that right now. Lori Pinkowski joins us now, of course, our Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Raymond James. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. I have missed talking about the markets with you, so uh, let's it, get lots to Lots has happened since uh, over, over the past two weeks, but of course today uh, markets are having a pretty bad day. We've got uh, markets off uh, 25 to 3%, uh, with the Dow being off uh, about 800 points as we speak. Uh, you know, we got some jitters earlier this week uh, that the trade agreement between China and the U.S. was over, but later, uh, you know, they said that was misquoted. And today, of course, uh, the fear is coronavirus and the resurgence, uh, especially in Florida. So that's why we're seeing the market shake up today. Ah, okay. So do we expect that to last? Uh, you know, we, we had the same thing happen a couple of weeks ago when we had that 2,000-point drop in a day. Um, again, that was the worry about uh, the coronavirus and, you know, new hot spots and so on. Uh, but again, markets uh, still moved higher after that, uh, especially in the technology area, which we'll talk about. So, again, it depends on what sectors you're in. Um, you know, when you look at right. the markets when they're down like today, it doesn't mean every single stock is down. But the ones that have really come up the most, I would say, in the past couple of weeks are the ones that are being hit the hardest today. Okay, so year to date, still not great. What sectors are holding it up or dragging it down? Yeah, you know, still uh, markets are down depending on what index you're looking at, uh, 5 to 10% plus. Uh, but again, as, as we've been talking about, sectors are, are vary quite a bit. We've got technology, communications, and discretionary sectors that have really been carrying the positive momentum. Uh, and all nine other sectors are still negative, with five of those actually being down uh, in the double digits. And one of those that we've talked about is the energy sector. It's been hit the hardest, still down uh, 35% plus, even oil, even with oil recovering to uh, over $40 a barrel. Hmm. Okay, so what's supporting the market then? Uh, well, we're seeing a lot of mixed data. Um, you, we've seen that uh, PMI for services and manufacturing came in better than expected for June. Uh, we saw new home sales in the U.S. came in higher than expected. Uh, the U.S. dollar is showing weakness, uh, which will help exports and, and manufacturing further. Um, in Canada, you know, the Bank of Canada, uh, Bank of Canada governor has been talking about uh, that Canada's economy will take a long time to fully recover, and the central bank will have uh, really to support low interest rates indefinitely. So I think that's another kind of common denominator uh, with this market is that we know that the Fed uh, basically has our backs and interest rates are going to remain low for some time. Uh, and that's another reason why you see markets uh, continuing their momentum higher. Uh, again, right. this is before today, of course. Uh, but again, uh, looking at a sell-off like this can be kind of normal when you see markets steadily increasing. Again, the, the higher they go, the faster that happens. Again, the more that we go, you know what, markets need a bit of a breather. And so that's what's happening today. So do you expect that to kind of be the case for the rest of the year? 
Well, I think it's going to be a bumpy road and, you know, nothing, you know, with coronavirus, you still have, um, you know, the economy is not fully open, uh, although things are kind of moving in the right direction. But the fear is, is could there be another economic lockdown? And uh, the consensus was is that there wouldn't be, or not to the extent that we saw in March and April. Uh, but I think the uncertainty is still out there about the future of coronavirus and the the actual impact uh, to the economy. So again, things are moving in the right direction. We're getting uh, economic numbers that are better than expected. But still, uh, you know, like I said, it's going to be a bit of a bumpy recovery. Although we've seen uh, quite a rebound since the lows in March. Okay, so let's talk about technology stocks. You kind of referenced this a little bit earlier. They seem to be hitting record highs despite all the stuff that you were just talking about. Yeah, uh, technology's really been carrying this market. Um, if you look at the FANG stocks, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, uh, Google, um, in addition, others like Twitter, NVIDIA, Alibaba, I mean, all of these are breaking out uh, and have been hitting new highs. And, and now, you know, the five stocks that I mentioned uh, at the beginning here have really a disapp- um, really have a huge weight on the S&P 500. Uh, now they actually make up about uh, 25% of the S&P 500's market cap. So if you see the S&P really moving uh, quickly and having big days, a lot of that has to do with those uh, those five stocks. And so um, the other thought is is that there's a lot of investors kind of um, plunging into those areas because they see such good returns. And when we're talking about good returns, I mean, year to date, we've got Amazon up 49%, Netflix up 44%, Microsoft up 28%. I mean, those are big numbers uh, during yeah, a bear huge. market. So, you know, again, the, the higher they go, uh, I would say the more risky it becomes as well. Right. But I guess people must have a temptation, Lori, as well to like put all their eggs in that technology basket because it's doing so well. Exactly. And, and that's always the worry, right? Uh, there's always a sector that's doing well or outperforming, you know, whether you look at the past gold or, or even oil and, you know, everybody has their heyday. But I, I do believe that technology will continue to outperform during this COVID situation. A lot of businesses are investing in tech to prepare for that second wave. Um, you know, a lot of these technology companies I've mentioned have the best balance sheets, you know, they have mountains of cash and they're not taking any government aid. Um, so a lot of these tech businesses uh, are resilient uh, and they can withstand uh, a downturn in the economy, unlike airlines and autos and restaurants. So, so again, I, I, I understand the, the excitement around them, but when you see that those kinds of returns in such a short period of time, you do need to be careful. Um, and for us, again, even though we have exposure to a lot of those companies, uh, you know, we definitely don't put all our eggs in one basket and we have a, uh, a lot of exposure to consumer staples and defensive areas too, because again, this market is not going to go straight up and the economy is not going to get back to where it was in January. Let's put it that way. It's going to take some time. So again, just be careful uh, when you see uh, the momentum building in certain sectors and, you know, take profits along the way. You may not be selling at the top, uh, but you can sell, you know, half your position, a quarter of your position just to lock in some of those profits because when the tide changes, it just changes so quickly. Okay, let's talk talk about the dividends there. You kind of referenced that a little bit. A a lot of people, investors, including retirees, right, they want some income. And so they focus on dividend income. Is that a good idea? 
Yeah, I mean, dividends are great. Many clients come to us and tell us they want dividends, and you know our answer is, well, so do we. Uh, but we won't compromise return or take on more risk just for a dividend. Uh, for example, there are some sectors such as you know financials, banks, um, or real estate investment trusts that have good dividends, uh, and they're even more attractive uh, than they were pre-COVID. Uh, but that's because these sectors have been beaten up for a reason. Banks are still down 20%, rates are down uh, about the same, and so you may get that dividend of 5% plus, uh, but again, when you're investing in in, in anything, uh, it's great to earn a yield or a dividend, uh, but you want to make sure that company is in a good position to withstand what's happening right now. Uh, so you even take a look at companies like BCE and TELUS. I mean, they're down 6 to 9% year-to-date. They have a good dividend, but is that the best holding you could be holding right now. And if you do, that's fine. You just want to maybe hold a large position. Um, and just keep in mind, the dividend rate of the S&P 500 is actually under 2%. Right. So if you're seeing dividends that are higher than that, uh, there may be a reason for you to look into it further or your financial advisor. And very quickly, Laura, I wanted to talk about kind of the do-it-yourself investors, because quite a few people are doing that since they're at home these days. Like, is that a good idea? Yeah, I think there's a lot. Of, you know, there's a big move towards uh, doing it yourself, or at least with a portion of your portfolio. Uh, with people having more time on their hands and, you know, there's uh, uh, the stock market is moving the way it is. Uh, people get excited about that. I mean, you look at uh, TD Ameritrade reported 600,000 uh, new accounts uh, open during the first quarter. Wow. That's three times as many as last year's pace. Uh, but essentially, that does worry me. Um, you know, when people are going it alone, uh, it may look easy. And it's, it's, e- it's easy when markets are going up, not so easy when markets are going down. And, you know, one of the problems or a few of the problems that we see, um, you know, people get emotional when markets go down and make the wrong decision. Uh, They may not have the experience to get through the volatility. You may be buying overvalued stocks as momentum builds. Um, Buying sectors that are seeing the biggest gains doesn't mean that they're the right, uh, you know, positions Mm -hmm. for you. Uh, And then the buy and hold situation that people think they're going to buy a basket of stocks and just hold on to them no matter what. Well, those sectors, those stocks may fall out of favor. Uh, and then people uh, may, as I said, make the wrong mm-hmm. decisions depending on what's happening in the market. So still best to use a professional. Uh, you know, if you want to have a little side account and play with it, go ahead. But unfortunately, we get a lot of calls from people who have tried to go it alone. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. they're calling us right in the middle of a, a downturn and their, and their portfolios have been very beaten up. And it takes a long time for us to get it back to back to even. Right. Well, great advice as always. Lori, thank you. Thanks, Sammy. You have a great week, and it was great chatting with you. Nice to have you back, too. That is Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President, Senior Portfolio Manager at Raymond James. Now, if you would like to contact her team directly, you can do that, 604-915-LORI, or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.